This is All the Damn Things, the podcast committed to supporting women who have gone through deeply challenging experiences, who are ready to go after their dreams and start living their big, bold, wonderful life. In today's episode, we're going to look at why it is that we get so excited about a new idea, but then don't take action on it. If you've ever had the experience where you have a new project or dream, and you really think that this could be the thing that changes your life, but you get stalled before you even start, then this is the episode for you. If you don't know who I am, I'm Bevan Ferrand, the founder of the Take the Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do the Damn Thing method. Yes, I say damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments not minutes, and now is the time. I've seen this framework change lives, and it definitely changed mine. I used it to navigate the grief after losing my husband unexpectedly just six days after my 40th birthday. And I also used it to create some of my most amazing, biggest, boldest dreams yet. And I know that it can do the same for you. Now, before we dive into today's question, I wanted to let you know that I have an exciting event coming up in the next few weeks, and I'm going to tell you about it at the end of today's episode. So if you want to learn about how to apply this more to your life, then be sure to stay till the end. Now, when we have this new idea, this new project, whether it's that you think you might want to start a business or you might want to move across country or write a book or whatever it is, whatever that dream is that's on your heart that you keep pushing to the side, but then you find yourself stalled before you've even started. Have you ever wondered why that is? Well, it purely comes down to inertia. And what does that mean? An object at rest tends to stay at rest. An object in motion tends to stay at motion. Let's be real. The hardest and scariest place to be is always at the start of a new project. It's where our feet are standing still, and it would be so easy for us to just stay stuck and not take action, because that is the place where we are actually going to have to put the most effort, the most energy, the most attention into getting our feet moving. I once heard it described like this. If you were to look at a train that is stopped, you could put two bricks in front of the wheels and it can't go anywhere. In fact, I googled what a train shoe looks like and it is the smallest little piece of metal and it's hard to believe that it could possibly stop a train. But once a train is going at full speed, it could burst through a brick wall. So what's the difference, right? Why is it that when a train is stopped, it's really hard to get it going? And when it's going so fast, it's hard to stop it. Again, it is inertia. It is a lack of momentum. We think we can have momentum from the very start, but that's not the case. We actually have to get our feet moving first. Now, I've heard people that on the flip side say, we have to go big or go home. We have to have our biggest burst of energy at the beginning of something. If you've never been working out, you need to work out two hours a day, seven days a week. If you haven't written a book yet, you need to lock yourself in a hotel room until it's written. Well, that's not sustainable either. That is a recipe for burnout. So what do we do instead? Well, we do what I call micro-actions. Now, a micro-action is the smallest possible action that you will actually take. That is the critical piece. 
It has to be something that you will actually do. Now, too often we think, okay, cool. The first step is build a website. That's too big. It is too easy for us to think, nope, I still can't do that. And so we never take action. If you break something down into that smallest action and you are still not doing it, doesn't mean it's wrong. Doesn't mean your dream isn't a good idea. Doesn't mean you can't ever accomplish it. It only means that you haven't broken the action down far enough to really be considered a micro action. So let's look at a couple of different ideas that you might have and how we could break those down into micro actions. Let's say your big focus for this year is to get healthier. You want to finally take care of your physical body, take care of your self-care by really going at it with your health. And so you say, okay, I just have to choose the fitness program. I just have to join a gym. That's actually too big of an action. Just buy some shoes or just decide whether you want to work out at the gym or work out at home. Maybe you pick the program that you want to do, but it's not about doing your even your first workout. It is just about making that decision to move you in the right direction. You want to write a book? Don't worry about writing your first page. Just write your first word. That is the micro action because that doesn't feel daunting. It is the smallest possible action that you will actually take. So I have people ask me all the time, well, Bevan, that's all well and good, but I'm not going to get fit and get healthy by just deciding which workout I'm going to do. I'm not going to write a book by writing one word. No, but you are going to write a book by writing one word at a time. You have to make the first decision. You have to take the first step before you can take the second. A lot of times what we do is we think about the 10th step and that's so paralyzing that we never take the first one. So micro actions, usually we would set a timer for like 15 minutes and just do as many micro actions as we can in those 15 minutes. What happens more often than not, maybe not the first time you do this, maybe not second, third, or fourth, but over time, as you do this, the micro actions begin to be bigger and they come faster and they're easier. If you talk to an author, the very first book they ever wrote, they might've had to go literally word by word by word. Maybe the fourth book, they were like, I just gotta write the first chapter or at least I gotta write the first page. Their muscle memory is such that they can take bigger micro actions to build their momentum. The reason this is so important is that we have to get our feet moving in order to build inspiration and build momentum. We think that we get inspired to take action, but it's actually the complete opposite. We get into action to get inspired. It is very rare that we are just sitting somewhere and we get the inspiration for a full-fledged project. Often it's when we're not thinking about it. We're taking a shower and an idea hits. But in order to actually get into action, then more inspiration comes. We don't sit and imagine a fully fleshed out book, a fully fleshed out business, and then take the action to make that happen. We might have a spark of inspiration at first, but then we get into action to continue to get more inspiration. That continues to build the momentum Then we get more inspiration. It's this beautiful cycle where we are actually propelling ourselves forward to our dream by taking action. 
The most important piece is movement. Movement over mindset every single time. When we break things down into micro actions, it doesn't matter what your mindset is. You can take a tiny little step, even if you're feeling frustrated, even if you're feeling sad, even if you're feeling disappointed, no matter what it is, you can still take a tiny step no matter what your mindset is. You think it's never possibly gonna work, right? I'm never possibly gonna get this book out the door. You can still write one word even when you're feeling like that. I'm never ever going to make any money at this business, but you can still go to Namecheap or GoDaddy and buy the URL for $10, even if you're feeling like you're never going to make any money doing it. You can take the micro actions that will move you in the direction of creating that dream, of bringing it to life. So what do you need to do if you have an idea that you're very excited about and you want to actually bring it to life, right? You're ready, you're tired of having a shelf full of ideas that you never take action on. Well, what I want you to do now, as soon as this podcast episode is over, is I want you to take out a piece of paper or your phone, and I want you to just do a brain dump of all the things that you could do in order to bring your dream to life. What is going to have to happen? You wanna write a book, guess what? You're gonna have to write words. So you're gonna have to write, right? That's one of the things. There are all sorts of other things about the book, like publishers and design, all that stuff way down the road. But the very first thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to write. And maybe you're going to do an outline. Maybe there's all these things. Brain dump what it is that needs to happen. You want to start a business? What are all the things that could happen? Then I want you to pick one of those things and break it down into micro actions. Okay, the smallest possible actions that you think you will take action on. Smallest possible actions. And then set a timer today or tomorrow for 15 minutes and start doing those micro actions. Now, if you find you are still paralyzed, break it down smaller. Actions can almost always be broken down into smaller and smaller micro actions. Literally, you think it's writing a book and, oh, I I tried to write the first sentence. I just couldn't do it. Then your micro action is open a Google Doc. Write the first word. Write your name at the top of the page. I know this might sound so silly and too small, but I want you to try it. If you are ever finding yourself not going after something, I want you to suspend your disbelief and give this a try. Because if you haven't achieved your goals and your dreams yet, then something isn't working. And this could just be the thing that gets you started. I know that for me, when I got laid off in 2019, I had been at this job for two years. I thought I was going in for a promotion and instead I got laid off. And I knew after a couple of weeks, I was walking with Mark, my husband, and I said, babe, I don't think I'm gonna go look for a job. I wanna start my own business. I'm going to work. I'm gonna take everything I've known coaching, digital marketing, brand strategy, launch execution, everything I've learned over the past 10 years. And I am going to apply that to working with smaller businesses, entrepreneurs who want to grow their business to five, six, and seven figures. If I had said to him, all I'm going to do is just get my first $10,000. All I'm going to do is just work with my first two clients. That would have been so paralyzing. What I did is we set two benchmarks. The first was, I'm going to make my first dollar. 
And then the second benchmark was, I'm going to make my first $5,000 by the end of August. This was in May. I was giving myself a couple of months to make my first $5,000. Now, those are great benchmarks. Those were not the micro actions that I took. My very first micro actions were call somebody I know, walk next door to have coffee with my neighbor and let her know, hey, I am now working with new people. If you know anybody, if I can work on a project for you, work on a project with you know somebody that you know, let me know. My goal is to make $5,000 by the end of August. Now, if I had not been in this industry for over 10 years, that would probably have even been too big of a micro action, right? It would have just been write down five people that I know that I could talk to. So breaking it down. Now, using micro actions, I grew that business from zero to $300,000 in 18 months even while grieving the loss of my husband who passed away a few months after that conversation, even in the middle of a pandemic, this was in 2020, and even while being the mama I wanted to be to two kiddos under the age of three. That's how I did it. And then when I decided to shut down that business, that business was collaborate.work and I shut that down at the end of 2020 and went all in on the take the damn chance movement. I used micro actions again, even though I'd been running a business for 18 months that was very successful. I was starting a new business, the same principles of the damn framework, but a new business, and I was still terrified. So there were times where I was like, okay, I am scared. I'm just going to break it down into micro actions. What is the smallest possible action that I can actually take? Buy the URL, switch you know, my email provider over, switch the website. Those are big because I've been doing these businesses for a while, but when I'm feeling terrified, I break it down. Starting this podcast, same thing, smallest possible actions. Using those micro actions with Take the Damn Chance, I grew that business from zero to $300,000 in two years. So grew both businesses to $600,000 in three and a half years using micro actions. Again, guys, they get bigger, they come faster, they seem to take you further. The more confidence you have in the foundation of what you're building, the more confidence you have in yourself. It makes sense that you don't have confidence in yourself in a brand new venture. I think it was Amy Porterfield who once said, like, of course you don't have confidence. At the beginning, you just need courage. Something along those lines is what she said, right? When you don't have confidence in yourself, like that's when you have courage to do it and you break it down smallest possible action. It is the same way that I got to my biggest, boldest dream yet, which was I decided in 2020 to move forward with the IVF that Mark and I had been planning before he passed away. And July of 2021, so a little bit over a year later, I gave birth to my daughter, Mark's and my third child. I did all of that by micro actions. Let me tell you one of the stories that is, this is so true. I don't think I've ever shared this part of the story publicly. After Mark passed away, I knew we had these embryos frozen. I did not, however, remember what we had signed in the paperwork. So if you've ever gone through fertility issues and you've ever had embryos created, there's paperwork you have to sign that says what should happen in the event of divorce, death, whatever it is, right? And you have to say, okay, if we were to get divorced, this is what we would want to have happen with the embryos. If we were to both die, if one of us were to die, this is what would happen with the embryos. Now, I distinctly remembered having the conversation with Mark. 
in the office when we signed the paperwork. And we both joked, well, this is never going to happen. But if I die, I guess you can have the embryos. Like totally joking with each other. Little did we know that that was going to be the experience, that Mark was going to pass away six days after my 40th birthday, 60 days before we started the process for our next round of IVF. Never could we have imagined that. But I couldn't remember what box we had checked. So I was terrified. And let me tell you that part of the reason I didn't get pregnant sooner was because I was too scared to call the office and ask them what we had signed. So my micro action was call the office. Just call the office and ask the question. I delayed that for probably three months. It was too big of an action. I literally had to break it further down to be pick up the phone, pick that doctor's number, right? Pick their name out of my contacts, push send, talk to the person on the other side of the line, let them know Mark has died, ask them the question, find out the answer. That's how I had to break it down using micro actions, right? I didn't schedule the appointment that day. I just needed to know. I just needed to know if it was a possibility. Hung up the phone, waited. A couple months later, okay, I'm ready to schedule the first appointment. Scheduled the first appointment, scheduled the second appointment, all the way through to having the embryo transferred, all the way through to giving birth to my daughter in July of 2021. Micro actions along the way. Anytime I felt scared, how can I break this down? to the smallest possible action that I will actually take. Give it a try. Write down what it is that you want to create. Break it down into micro actions. Set a timer for 15 minutes. If that feels like too much, do one micro action. Set a timer for five minutes, whatever it is. But start to build the momentum. The image I want you to think of is if you're close to my age, then you probably have seen those metal, I call them the death trap merry-go-rounds that we had at the playgrounds where, you know, everybody grabbed a bar and you ran and ran and ran and then you jumped on and you spun and spun and spun. And even thinking about it now makes me want to throw up, okay? But once you were on that crazy merry-go-round, it kept spinning. And if it ever started to slow down, you just stuck your foot out and hoped you didn't break an ankle, but you just gave it a little kick. It never required as much energy or focus or attention as it did as when we were standing there holding it starting from scratch. That's where you're at right now. You are holding the bar of that death trap merry-go-round and you are leaning into it to get that first step, that first step forward. And I'm here to tell you that the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth, all of those steps will be easier. I see you. I know that the first step is the hardest and that's why we're going to make it the smallest possible. Now, I told you guys I had something very exciting coming up, and I would love to have you attend if you're up for it. So I have a brand new training coming up in a few weeks. It's called The Three Keys to Taking Back Control of Your Life and Achieving Your Goals. Even if you've gone through a deeply challenging experience, I know that this is possible. So The Three Keys to Taking Back Control of Your Life and Achieving Your Goals. It is completely free. It's online. I am going to share the methods that I used to achieve my biggest, boldest dreams, growing my business to $600,000, getting a TEDx talk, having my daughter, starting this podcast, writing my book, all of the things that I have used to go after those dreams when it would have been so easy to push them to the side. 
So you can come. I would love to have you as my special guest. You can go to threekeysmasterclass.com. We will have the link in the show notes and register. Grab the time that works best for you. I cannot wait to have you there with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Drop me a comment. Send me a message. Let me know what your first micro action is going to be. And I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go, damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farrand or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on all the damn things.